0: Welcome to the What's What Weekly Wrap-Up.
1: Today's show focuses exclusively on this week's features from the WFEV Newsroom.
0: I'm Christina Lulich.
1: And I'm David Escobar.
0: And here are this week's feature stories.
1: For over a decade, The Root magazine has held an annual celebration recognizing African Americans positively changing our world.
0: WFUV's Leah Mallory spoke to some of this year's honorees to explore the importance of celebrating Black excellence and the diversity of the Black diaspora.
1: What we're seeing politically is the erasure of Blackness. And the root has always been there to tell our story. No one else is going to do it. And that's why it's so important for a publication that reaches 6.5 million individuals that we tell our stories.
2: That's Michael Clark the head of Multicultural Partnerships for GeoMedia and The Root Magazine. He's talking about the Route 100 2023 celebration that happened earlier this month. It's an annual event dedicated to honoring the most influential Black Americans across a variety of fields, including entertainment, politics, business, STEM, and activism. And the stars were out for the 2023 edition of the Route 100 Celebration, which witnessed its largest attendance to date. The second I entered the legendary Apollo Theater in Harlem, I was greeted by a bustling crowd. As I stood along the red carpet, I saw celebrities like comedian Roy Wood Jr. He says that the event's comforting atmosphere brings him a sense of humility about his own work. A lot of this work is selfless and it is not always to the physical advantage of the people that are doing the work, but it is to the advantage of our people. And I stand in awe and I'm humbled to even be in here and be a part of this because I just tell jokes on Comedy Central. But anytime you can be in a room with people who've worked as hard as you, grinded hard as you and want something as much as you do, this is one big release. Humility is just one of the many themes I found as I spoke with honorees throughout the night. Missy Copeland is the first African-American principal dancer at the American Ballet Theater. Before receiving an award for arts and activism, Copeland told me she thinks the best part of the event is showcasing what's possible for younger generations of black people. We all help to build up our
3: communities, and hopefully we're setting an example for young black and brown children to be able to pursue any field and and dream big. It's not just about what they're necessarily seeing again on TV or hearing on the radio, but it's us setting an example for what's
2: possible for them. And actor Leslie Odom Jr., who was the stage and style honoree of the night, felt similarly to Copeland. For Odom Jr., being surrounded by black excellence made him reflect on his younger self.
1: I think about the 13, 14-year-old Leslie Odom Jr., you know, I think about myself when I was a kid. I would have known everybody's name on this list, and I would have known their work, and I would have been looking at it for hope, for the example, for the standard of excellence.
2: Following the red carpet, audience members gathered inside the theater for some special performances, including one from Grammy award-winning artist John Batiste. Batiste said that his parents performed at the Apollo Theater for its staple amateur night two decades before and won, which he said shows the enduring legacy of black excellence associated with this historic venue.
1: If it ain't got, that swing. 20 years ago, my first time ever playing in New York City was on this stage. First time I've been in Harlem, first time I'd experienced the connection. And I just put it together. That was 20 years ago, and that was also the first time that my family, the generation prior to me, was on this stage. So to receive this honor, 20 years later on the stage with y'all tonight, is a gift, so thank you so much.
2: By the end of the celebration, Clark said he hopes people left feeling inspired and empowered.
1: Black people are under attack. It's like we're fighting a, a war against our own country. And so if we can bring you in, keep you warm, entertain you, inspire you, and have you think about what can I do to be on that list next year, that is I believe the ultimate vision for the Route 100.
2: And so in its 14th year, the Route 100 celebration remains a poignant reminder of the enduring strength and diversity of Black voices, especially when they sing together in harmony. I'm Leah Mallory, WFUV News.
1: That was WFUV's Leah Mallory reporting from this year's Route 100 celebration.
0: The New York City Children's Theater is helping families get into the holiday spirit with their annual performance, My First Nutcracker.
1: WFUV's Grace Galbraith takes us to the Land of Sweets to explore the work being done at Theater Row.
3: Flowers, we have to find flowers. The New York City Children's Theater is celebrating their fifth year of family-friendly Nutcracker performances. In addition to the famous Tchaikovsky music, the performances include narration that encourages guests to stand at their seats Dance in the aisles and join in on the fun. And
2: out into a v very beautiful. Now bring your arms together, first position, and open to the sky.
3: Barbara Zinn Krieger founded the New York City Children's Theater in 1996. Zinn Krieger's grandchildren inspired her to create the Children's Theater. They didn't enjoy their first time seeing the Nutcracker, so Zinn Krieger wanted to create a more kid-friendly experience.
4: So I was trying to explain to them, whispering, "This is what's happening now. This is what's happening now." And behind me, I was getting shh, shh, stop that. Shh. We left an intermission, and I felt so bad that they didn't were not able to enjoy the beautiful music and the story. So I said, "You know what? We're going to create our own story. Then create a story of the Nutcracker which uses the Tchaikovsky music." which works with the the, the same story. Only the dancers are going to have to talk so that the kids will understand what's going on.
3: Melissa Riker choreographed and directed this year's Nutcracker performance. The shows are only 45 minutes long. It's the perfect amount of time to keep kids engaged while introducing them to the world of ballet. Zinn Krieger says that there are not many differences between regular Nutcracker performances and the children's theater's adaptation for young audiences.
4: The only real difference, because in fact, I think it has to be better than working for adults, because you know when kids are bored, but you have to keep them engaged, and therefore it's got to be good.
3: The Nutcracker is one of the New York City Children Theater's sensory-friendly performances. The theater first started offering the performances in 2019.
4: They're designed to create a welcoming environment for all families with children on the autism spectrum and related conditions. And we make changes in the performance, including lights staying on at a low level, uh, lowering the sound levels, and acknowledging at the start uh, to the audience that if if kids want to verbalize, that's okay. If they want to get up and move around, that's okay too.
3: Nick Alsomo is a professional dancer performing with the New York City Children's Theater for the first time. This season, he will be playing the roles of Fritz, the Nutcracker, and the Prince. For Nick, seeing an audience filled with young children is fulfilling.
5: It's a rewarding profession to, you know, be on stage and share something that brings you joy with other people and invite them into that and especially for kids they can even if they can't fully grasp what's happening they can at least feel the joy and pick up on it and identify with it and it's you know they'll remember it and want to ask questions and find a way to experience it for themselves.
3: Nick says that children should be exposed to theater because it allows them to develop a personal connection to art.
5: I think it's good for children to see theater as early as possible because Theater has a way of telling stories in an abstract manner that allows people to connect to it from all different viewpoints. By having a story like this that sort of explains the story of The Nutcracker as it's happening can help children identify with it and the holiday spirit sooner.
3: The New York City Children's Theater is hosting The Nutcracker for a few more weeks this year, so feel free to stop by until December 21st. The Children's Theatre is also offering several child-friendly performances in the new year, including a family-friendly adaptation of
0: Pinocchio in the spring. For WFUV News, I'm Grace Galbraith. That was WFUV's Grace Galbraith at Theatre Row.
1: The New York City Children's Theatre will continue to hold Nutcracker performances through the month of December. For more information, visit nycchildrenstheater.org.
0: That's it from us.
1: But you can check out the What's What weekly wrap-up every week for more features exclusively from the WFUV Newsroom.
0: And make sure to check out the WFUV What's What daily podcast every weekday at 3 for the latest local news and feature stories from FUV.
1: And as always, you can find out more at WFUVnews.org.
0: I'm Christina Lulich.
1: And I'm David Escobar. And that's What's What.